You're listening to today's Boondoggle with your host, the one and only Bill Bailey on Domain Cleveland Radio. La, 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 la. Hey, it's me, Kato Kalen. Yes, me, Kato Kalen. I'm a big fan of Boondoggle. And you're listening to today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, he's still talking. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, blah, blah. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's boondoggle, which would, with what could possibly be the very last uh, today's boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. Um, oh, wait the- a second. You didn't tell me that. You've been here for two hours, and you didn't tell me that. Um, what do you mean? Well, you know, I was uh, I was all for keep keep going, but uh, you, you showed me that, that Cliff High video. You know, what did this, I miss? Was the, I upstairs the, at the, the time when he talked about this something could juicy? Be, this could this, be uh, now that it's finally coming out that this could be a bioweapon, this uh, COVID-19 and that no no uh, vaccine will work. I think our days are numbered and I'm just coming in here full of doom and gloom right now, man. I noticed that because uh, <laughs> took the wind out of my sails. I can tell right now because when you open the show, you weren't your normal boondoggleish no yeah the boon the boon and uh well you gotta we gotta a little bit you gotta uh like a boon not digress but go back a few moments in time for our virtual audience and share with them a buddy of mine came over they were watching a video i had to go take care of some errands so i was only gone for a five minute so and i came back we started this so and i shut off cliff high but uh that's what you were watching huh yeah yeah i was watching that cliff high video you put on and uh and he uh you know, he, he, he's it, critical thinking, which, you know, we talked about last time we got together. Um, Did we mention Cliff High last time? I, you might, I think you we brought, brought him up. up as, yeah. Uh-huh. You brought him up, but yeah. I don't normally watch him. And yeah. Um, and, and for our listeners, you know, I'm, I'm here once again with uh, with Flo White himself. Um, and uh, we we I came over and we were recording some more of our, our, our pandemic mix songs. Yeah, yeah. mixtape songs. And, and then um, we we kind of like slowed down a little bit for uh, um, handle some business and watching watching some of these videos and and yeah, man, you know, trust in the plan um, <clears throat> and wondering. I had all kinds of hopes and dreams with uh, today's boondoggle, man, and I don't know. Hey, come on. He, he, We're doing a show. Please. I know, and now even the dogs are, yeah. I mean, you know, they can, They even sense when shit's wrong. Uh, you know? Scott's probably moving around upstairs. It makes him. BB, come here. Relax. Come on, BB King. You sit down, buddy. Come on. Just don't fart. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you know, we we were talking a little bit uh, when we were together last too about um, can't be farting, BB. <laughs> how how I I've, I've been uh, you know reading the uh, uh, William Cooper's "Behold a Pale Horse," 
and uh, how uh, a lot of what's going on in our country right now is kind of like lining up with a lot of the stuff he was warning, trying to warn everybody against. And, uh, you know, every time I'd read a new, another chap, you know, before bed. So, you know, no wonder I've been having some screwed up dreams lately. But getting uh, sucked into that vortex. I'm getting we talked sucked about, in, man. Yeah, I, we, the negativity I, I, vortex. Trying to stay on the positive, And now I'm getting sucked into the negativity. And yeah, like I was saying before, man, I try, you know, what do I have control over or say my serenity prayer, all that good stuff. But yeah, you know, this could, you know, this could be it, man. Well, you know, I was thinking um, before my friend stopped by and I was cleaning some dishes or something and I told you that I was pissed off because last year was a great year for me, work-wise. Not so much doing the water, but work was just so good. And uh, the year before was pretty good. And I was expecting this economy to keep rolling and I was looking for a, a really prosperous 2020. Yep. But if this shit keeps going on, you it, know, it would like, yeah, like we were talking to when uh, when you were talking about, I mean, same with me, man. 2019 was, uh, I, I mean, my my investments, my finance guy, everything was looking good, man. My stocks uh, looking at buying a new car um, and then um, which, you know, I'm still looking at doing because they're saying now's the good t the time but uh you know then we watched that little uh that little video that drove home what i read in the in executive orders with the, fema with fema right yeah and uh fema's actually you know taking control and i don't know you know what what our uh listeners know about any of this stuff but uh or if they've been paying attention or now they usually like to just hear the the music and stuff on here. I don't like to hear us yapping, but um, there was a section here I was going to read. Do you need some better light? I can turn and on I the overhead it, over there. No. Uh, I just needed to find my page. But, yeah, so in Bill Cooper's Behold a Pale Horse, you know, and think about everybody that's, you know, out there. And, it, you know, I don't want to make this like the, uh, just strictly like a conspiracy theory podcast show. Obviously, it hasn't been, but... Uh, you know, we've kind of been going down that because it's crazy times right now. But uh, uh, let's, you know, think about everything that's going on right now in, in the United States of America. And uh, here's uh, from the, the book Behold a Pale Horse by William Cooper talking about FEMA. Um, FEMA which is our federal emergency management agency. Um, he was talking here in, a, in an interview he did. There's a guy by the name of Buster Horton. He's a member of FEMA and he's a member of the interdepartmental Unit. Sounds like a character W.C. Fields would have. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Buster ahead. Horton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's a member of the interdepartmental unit which is empowered in the event of a national security emergency to become the unelected national government. Now, this is an old book. This is an old book. But now the new guy is the guy from Rhode Island. Yeah. What was his name? Should I try to go back and find the guy's name yeah, for the posterity of our uh, virtual audience? Um, yeah, you can go ahead. This was like, well, uh, this, this is copyrighted in 1991, this book right here. 
But uh, I'll keep reading while you look up the new so guy's name. it's almost name. 20 years old. Yeah. It's almost a 20-year-old book. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but, you know, this was, uh, this interview was conducted in 1990. And then... Uh, it's like a pretext for invoking those emergency measures can be found almost daily in the newspapers. It can be anything from the suspension of debt payments by the high bureaus of American countries to mass runs on U.S. commercial banks. And that's an issue, by the way, that's being handled personally by National Security Council and Brent Scowcroft. Um, and this was, you know, in 1990. Uh to food shortages, to the drug war. You know, all of this is uh, going on right now. Um, the whole bit, anything, any disaster emergency declared at all. Um, even including the oil spill from Exxon in Alaska. Peter Gaynor. Yeah, Peter, Peter, Peter Gaynor is the Pete colonel. Peter Gaynor. Is the he's current the new director FEMA, of FEMA executive? So he's basically our our leader right now. Um, and and what was shocking is uh, go ahead and finish reading that, but don't forget to dovetail into what Pompeo was talking, which I watched the other day. Yeah, yeah. And then Trump saying that yeah, with we'll that come woman. Back to that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we'll come back to that. Let me finish reading this real quick. If okay, so anyway, if the president had declared a national emergency that could have triggered it, any instability anything um and they've already tasted okay and fema's already tested their capabilities in april 1984 with the rex 84a and that was the ali north stuff that was designed to test readiness of u.s civilian and military agencies to respond to a respond to a serious national security crisis now the executive order that will implement this the executive order uh 11 uh, 051 details responsibilities to the Office of Emergency Planning or FEMA. It gives authorization to put all executive orders into effect in times of national emergency declared by the president. Increased international tension or economical or financial crisis, which, you know, we're under all that right now. Well, currently, know, the whole world is. Technically, we, we've been under a state of emergency and an economical state of emergency, but go on. Yeah. Now, the only thing that has to happen for FEMA to be able to implement all the executive orders, emergency executive orders, is for the president to declare a national emergency of any type as long as it's a national emergency. Which, which he did. He did. And then here's some of the executive orders that are now activated that we're under. Executive Order 10995 provides for the takeover of communications media. Executive Order 10997 provides for the takeover of all electric, power, petroleum, gas, fuels, and minerals. Executive Order 10988 provides for the takeover of food, resources and farms okay so what does yeah. purdue have to do with any of this he's been on i've seen him come and talk a few times now yeah and he's talking about the food and distribution and like the food so uh, okay so is he under guy. this gaynor or is uh, you know is trump still have a hand in this i i mean that's the, and the then thing to hear what trump said behind pompeo's back yeah yeah i mean we we watched that video earlier and uh um 
Let, here, let me finish these executive orders. Sorry about that. And, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll start discussing a lot of that. But let's see. Where is it? Executive Order 10999 uh, provides for the takeover of all modes of transportation, control of the highways and the seaports. Um, executive Order 11... Zero, I can't help zero, but think zero. all a lot of these have already gone in the process, not because of this, but because of things in the past. Look at 9-11. I mean, then they took over the airports. You can't go through, you know, all the security at the airports. I mean, they've taken Piece by piece, man. It's like puzzle <laughs> yeah. pieces. These have all been, this is the new America. Um, uh, Executive Order 11-000 provides for mobilization of all civilians into work brigades under the government supervision. So we'll basically be sent to workhouses and the government's our, our boss now. Making computer chips for Apple. Yeah, yeah. Phones for Apple. Uh, Executive Order 11-001 provides... I could see Alex Jones's little Chicom dragon. Oh, you <laughs> stupid Americans. <laughs> now you make apples. <laughs> You asked for it. Yeah, you know, you make the iPhone now. Uh, yeah, One and, of the dogs and, and, cut and, the and cheese like their employees getting paid nothing, and and they yeah. have to have nets outside the windows because people right. are always jumping out, committing suicide. Yeah. You know, that'll be us. One Yay. of the dogs cut the cheese, by America. the way. Oh god, it's not that bad. Not as bad. Yeah, as I'm gonna just keep yeah. talking until I throw up on the mic. Uh, Okay, so uh, Executive Order 11001 provides for governmental takeover of all health, education, and welfare functions. I mean, schools are now online. Everything's kind of been... There, there, there's well, that look at all the shit Every they've been doing uh, with Obama, letting the, the, the trannies read to kids and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all the gay kids in the schools. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean... I'm talking about like what's going on, what's happening right now. But Executive Order 11002 designates the Postmaster Master General to operate national registration of all persons. We just had to do our census. Mm -hmm. You know, Executive Order 11003 provides for the government to take over airports and aircraft, which pretty much has been done. Executive Order 11004 provides for the Housing and Finance Authority to relocate communications, designate areas to be abandoned, and establish new locations for populations. Now, I mean, you see in the news that, you know, they've set up all these beds, you know, quote unquote beds for the COVID-19 and stuff like that. And people have to, you know, they got the uh, mercy ship and all that out there. This could be a way that they're moving people around, you know, they're redesignating. I would think they would need, you know, to, in order to move a mass, mass population, there would need to be like Yosemite National Park going off. Yeah, then I could see them like making everybody move. Yeah, yeah, like or, or what the uh, big uh, volcano? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, or like a tidal wave or along the east coast, or but I mean, if it, or a nuclear power plant. But, but is this an underhanded way of slowly, piece by piece, moving pieces of a population around? Well, you, everything. Everybody's in got COVID. According I think to a lot of the things that you've read have been in uh, activation for over a decade. Yeah, I I mean, according to this book, a lot of this stuff was under George Bush Sr. Sure. You know, he was basically the king of America, and it's been like that way. Everybody since has been just a puppet, you know. For uh, him. Yeah, yeah. Every, an underling of his regime. Yeah, any president. Under, since W. Yeah. Um, 
So Executive Order 11005 provides for the government to take over railroads, inland waterways, and public storage facilities. And all these were combined under Nixon into one huge executive order, which allows all of this to take place if the president declares a national emergency and it can be Im implemented by the head of FEMA, not by the president. The president has already given him the power under these executive orders. All these were combined into executive order 11490, and that was signed by President Carter on July 20th, 1979, is in fact law. So H.R. 4079 is passed. Uh, oh, no, it. At the time, H.R. 4079 wasn't passed yet, but if it was passed, they're saying the president does what it says, declares a national emergency because of the drug situation, and this was during the war on drugs, and all that. whether it's for one year, five years, five minutes, or forever, it doesn't make any difference. FEMA then can implement all these executive orders, take over all local, state, and national government, suspend the Constitution, and do whatever they want. Um, and then he brings up that what I mentioned earlier with Oliver North. Remember what North said during the Iran-Contra hearings. He said they were prepared to suspend the Constitution of the United States. He said if it hadn't been for their getting caught, this would have happened. And all that did was delay it. This is what is still going to happen. Uh, now they've nominated Major General. Well, this is back in 1990 when he wrote this. Uh, Major General Calvin Franklin, who's head of the FEMA. He was head of FEMA at the time. And uh, Franklin was the commanding general of the District of Columbia's National Guard. Um, where was I trying to get to? All right. On March 24th, President Bush, this is Bush Sr., issued a new executive order delegating to the director of FEMA powers which were vested in the president by the Disaster Relief and Emergency Assistance Act of 1988. Although the order is described by the White House as simply a technical matter, in reality, the revision delegates, delegates to the FEMA director direct responsibility for a large number of items which were earlier only the president's prerogative. And that includes responsibility for general federal assistance, federal emergency assistance, hazard mitigation, individual and family grant programs, and the power to direct other federal agencies to assist in an emergency. And that's the key. All other federal agencies will come under FEMA. Um, and uh, That's what Gaynor says. He said it starts local, it ends local. Yeah. and, and everything's Everybody's look, involved. Yeah. Everything's looking good that way right now. Yeah. You know, everything's... Doesn't look like FEMA's calling the shots. Yeah, it doesn't look like that. Yeah. But... Um, it just, it just, when I was reading this, it just got me to thinking of like, man, you know, um, when we talk about Q and trust in the plan and all that, um, well, you know, we're under a national emergency and they got the right to suspend the constitution, um, of our country, you know, as you were reading, I'm sitting here thinking, wandering around the house, uh, I, start, I listened to X-22 one or two days ago. My friend stopped by, and he helped me fix my little air 
cleaner over there, that little suitcase looking one. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, see, see everybody. <laughs> and if you watch, I'll get it. But uh, in this latest X twenty two, from the twenty minute mark to the thirty minute mark, he goes over these questions and answers. The question is: Is it time for Trump to pull the Trump card? Yeah. And the answer is no. Did I play that for you? Did I tell no, you about that? No, I watched that? it. I, I, I watched those I, regularly And it was just great. I mean, I think like, you know, and, and what we talked about, what I've been telling you and Frank and Greg and everybody else is uh, that old uh, legal maxim, what is first in intention should be last in execution. And, uh, you know, the way, the way Trump said that behind Pompeo's back you know, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Sooner or later, they expose themselves. And maybe that was, uh, you know, Trump letting him know that, hey, uh, you exposed yourself. Maybe that's another way to look at it. Yeah, so Pompeo's part of the... Well, I don't know the record of Pompeo all that well, but, it, you know, I mean, he's he's probably not all... I mean, I quit paying attention to all these... Uh, deep state people that Trump keeps bringing in only to later on expose them and fire them. Yeah. And I don't know if Pompeo is along those lines. I mean, a lot of good stuff seems like has happened with Pompeo. I mean, just look at North and South Korea, Mm. you know, this guy over there negotiating all that. So it's like, I want to think that he's part of the team, but once again, like you said, watching that snippet of the video, like how, when she, you know, I watched that video, and I saw him say that, but I thought nothing of it, and I wasn't sure what he said. Yeah. You know, like, what's he saying in the background? But then to have her bring up the video and play and in that volume. context of yeah. what she's trying to tell you, it's kind of uh, sobering. Yeah. But that could have gone many directions. True. Was he like letting anything him know? with the media? They, yeah, they, right. People can... can well, not just media. This is an independent journalist, kind of like yeah. above our pay grade. This woman doing that video because we don't even have videos. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the way. That's the she's reeling in her audience with that thought frame. Yeah. Well, that's. But it could be. Too, it could man. be completely something other. She could be pushing that, her narrative, though. Yeah. You know. Right. Right. I that's mean, what everybody, I mean. like we said. I mean, last time we got together and talked. Um, I go down many rabbit holes and I go down both sides a lot of times and yeah. try and see which, you know, we're always going to want to stick with the side that makes us feel better, you know, but well, well, it could possibly be going this way. And then what, you know? So, um, it's just Americans. I think the main point I wanted to make with, uh, you know, the, us talking about this and reading that is, Americans need to take a personal interest in their country and America that they what type of America they want to live in. You know, we've gotten dumbed down. We've gotten distracted. We've gotten, you know, I, I hey, I like enjoying stuff in the land of the free food, football games, whatever, you know. But when those take over and everything else is dwindling away behind us, you know, then the rug gets pulled out and. There it is. We all all have to take a personal interest and responsibility in our government because they work for us, you know, and it, it, I don't think people have for a long time. And these people, you know, um, it's like a chess game. 
And now since I've gone back into history, like, you know, looking at a lot of this stuff, um, these pieces have been being played since before we were born, you know? <laughs> well, I pulled out this book from, um, what's his name? Horowitz. Dr. Dr. Leonard Horowitz. And I remember when he was really popular over 10 years ago. And when did he write this book? I've got three of his books. I've met him a few times. Um, see when this one was published. But, I mean, in this book, I think it's this book or one of the other books, he goes into Fort Detrick. And did you know what the definition of Detrick means? No. Dude. I'll find that for you next. It's like somebody in control of everything. Yeah, that's where the we in do a lot of bioweapons the there, right? Yeah, it yeah. means someone who's in control of the secrets. All right, so this is 1996 through 98. So, God, this is an old book. Yeah, I was working down uh, in the flats back in the early 90s when I met him when he was pushing this book. I got a bunch of his books, but... You know, he talks a lot about Fort Detrick. I'll look up the definition of Detrick, man. It's pretty uh, sobering. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, going back to the Cliff High video, I mean, if, if, if this is about, like, what he was saying in the video, which makes complete sense, um, if this COVID-19 isn't just, you know, just some random virus that we're going to study and make a vaccine for and stuff, if this is really a bioweapon... Um, there's no vaccine that can be made right now, or they already have a vaccine. I think whoever created it probably already, you know, problem, reaction, solution. But, uh, it, it's, uh, you know, we, we could treat it with, it's going to evolve if it's a weapon too, you know, and this is going to come in waves. Dietrich, it's German. Meaning ancient German, meaning ruler of the people, also keeper of the keys or a lock pick. Think genetics. Wow. Either the tool or the profession. Wow. And they were making viruses back then. Yeah, that was where anthrax back in came the out, right? Fifties and sixties. What's isn't that, that? Isn't that where the? It wasn't that the base where they say that anthrax got loose during uh, 9/11 or before 9/11 around that time? Possibly. There's they said, all sorts of you know, deep that shit was when everybody was getting a, in their letters and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, which was like another distraction or yeah. threat to well, Fort members Detrick, of Congress. I think, was closed down last year. Yeah, was because it? of malfeasance and all sorts of bullshit. Okay, so I'll look up an article about that right now. Hold on a second. Yeah, you look that up. Yeah. I'm going to read this other part from uh, "Behold a Pale Horse" while you're looking all that right. up, and this talks about. Uh, our mental health system and how the government's been uh, involved with that. And also kind of the World Health Organization, you know, since that's been in, this, uh, in the news lately. H-E-W, uh, Hugh, what the hell did that stand for again? This was another, you know, government and their, and their uh, letter groups. Uh, I forget what that was. I can't see. H-E-W, it was like some health organization or whatever. But anyway, it's operated in conjunction with the United Nations through the World Health Organization. Back in 1948, the International Congress on Mental Health 
a UN organization declared in its pamphlet, Mental Health and World Citizenship, and that prejudice, hostility, or excessive nationalism may become deeply embedded in the developing personality without awareness on the part of the individual. In order to be effective, efforts of changing individuals must be appropriate to the successive stages of the unfolding personality. While in case of a group of society, change will be strongly resisted unless an attitude of acceptance has first been engineered or engendered. Um, and principles of mental health cannot be successfully furthered in any society unless there is progressive acceptance of the concept of world citizenship. The document states, programs for social change to be effective require a joint effort of psychiatrists and social scientists working together in cooperation with statesmen, administers, and others in position of responsibility. And uh, the three phases of development are mental hospitals for segregation, care, and protection of persons of unsound minds. Uh, two, community mental health care centers so that persons may be treated in their own neighborhoods. And three, child care centers are for dealing with early difficulties of nationalism in a child's life. So all these organizations were basically put together to start formulating our minds to accepting a one world government. Um. Hello, and thanks for listening to today's Boondoggle. And now, for your listening pleasure, Florence Whitingale presents his latest epoch.
Now I know that last song was like daddy coming home. And you know you want more. And coming soon you can find it at theflowwhiteshow.com. But for now, feel the flow. Exclusively here on today's and then here's this guy uh i bred i think he was in the uh i don't know i think one of the q posts or something two years earlier major general gb chisholm he was deputy minister of health in canada but i think he was the first like fema head or, or not fema um world health organization mm-hmm. Uh, later became direct. Yeah, right here. Director of United Nations World Health Organization explained self-defense may involve a neurotic reaction when it means defending one's own excessive material wealth from others who are in great need. This attitude leads to war. So his solution to the problem is let's redistribute the wealth among everyone, which is socialism, socialism, socialism. Um, And. Psychopolitics is the art uh, and science of asserting and of maintaining a dominion over the thoughts and loyalties of individuals, officers, bureaus, and masses, and the affecting of the conquest of enemy nations through mental healing. You must work, he stated, until every teacher of psychology unknowingly or knowingly teaches only communistic doctrine under the guise of psychology. So all our, it, 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 the psychological warfare is happening with our own mental health institutes and they're being taught this and they're coming out here all educated. What we talked about the other day about there's people that are highly educated but lack no critical Lack thinking, wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah. And common sense. And they're pushing, they believe everything they, they studied in those books and memorized and that's the only way, but they don't realize they're just cogs in this machine you know, that are doing more harm to, um, there's no free thinking, you know, free thinking is not, not, not allowed. There's no, uh, this, this whole thing is pushed against, you know, uh, nationalism, loving your country. Sovereignty is looked at as a, a mental health disorder of, uh, you know, your constitutional rights and loving your country is like, you know, they're, they're pushing it as it's a mental health. Psychology thing. is not an exact science. No, it's not. But uh, it, it just shows in this. Yeah. This was, you know, mind still control. Part of the part of the the uh, Bill Cooper's book here. Um, that how how the 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 different parts of what we uh, our government and what we believe to be things that are actually helping us are are pushing agendas and people need to wake up and pay attention to those things. So, um, New York Times, this is uh, August 5th, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, last year, 2019, deadly germ research is shut down at Army Lab over safety concerns. Problems with disposal of dangerous materials led to the government to suspend research at the military's leading biodefense center. I believe that Harvard guy had something to do with this the guy with oh, the, the chinese kids or yeah. the chinese people that were you know his students yeah 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 that was uh at the, the professor and it goes on uh cur- research is currently on hold 
Fort Detrick. But it's uh, no, the place too. is notorious for everything yeah. that they've done. Yeah, yeah. Notorious. But here you go. What does it say? The statement said the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention decided to issue a cease and desist order last month to halt the research at Fort Detrick because the center did not have sufficient systems in place to decontaminate wastewater from its highest security labs. But there has been no threat to the public health, no injuries to employees, no leaks of dangerous material outside the laboratory, said Miss Vander Linden. Okay. So, yeah, um, going back to, to the book here real quick. In a, a, a Senate document on intelligence activities on the rights of Americans, referred to on pages 166, 167, you will find that the federal government has targeted its intelligence activities against one group of Americans. On page 166, the first classification listed is rightists and anti-communist anti groups. And the first group on page 167 on Army surveillance lists, the John Birch Society as a number one and the Young Americans for Freedom as the number two target. Therefore, the groups of... Trump's dad had a lot to do with the Birch Society. Yeah. Um, so therefore, the group of... U.S. American citizens considered to be the biggest enemy of the United States by the federal government at this time, mind you, is the conservative conservative patriot. And so the, he would have been considered an enemy back then. Yeah. No wonder Hillary was scared to death of him. Yeah. I mean, who who was the one that was quoted? If he gets in, we're all going to be hanging. Ah, you hear you've heard it talked about. Who the hell knows if that was true or not? You yeah. Know? Um. Although this information has been available since April of this year, 1979, no one has mentioned this incredible discovery that the federal government considers the patriotic conservative as its greatest enemy. Um, <clears throat> you know, we've read stuff about that for, I think Alex, you know, would, you know, bring that up too. How like, um, wasn't there some videos of like, even like police departments receiving training, like, Hey, if they got like a, yeah, don't tread on me sticker on their car sure. and things to look out, out for. Yeah. To, uh, now you know how the deadheads used to feel. Yeah. With their grateful dead. Yeah. Or whatever. Get pulled over. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I found you know, African-American two you know? sheets of acid in that deadheads VW. What's that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, st uh, racial profiling or whatever, but yeah, yeah they're profiling. Um, so yeah, you know, the, I think there, there's so much in this book that, you know, I've had this book for a long time and I'm finally like, I, you know, I'll finally start reading it. And then it's just like a lot of what's being initiated and what's happening in our country, you know, it goes back to our conversation we had last time, how I was like, well, yeah, I want to trust the plan. I'm all about, you know, that I want to see this happen, you know, for the betterment of all of us. America, proud Americans and um, people that have been getting screwed over for so long, but what better way to pacify all the people, you know, like yourself, like me, or the longtime uh, patriot Americans that have researched conspiracies and stuff by this Q movement, you know? Throw out all these little tidbits to make them think, you know, hey, it's cool, man. We got it. We're in control. You know? You just sit back. Enjoy the show. You know, enjoy the show. 
because we're the threat. If we didn't trust it, and like you said, yeah, if we didn't have Q, we'd be all going nuts. But at the same time, we'd probably be organizing, you know. So something to think about, man. That's that's why I was saying. Well, we we are impatient beings. Like I said, I mean, I know a guy who got in some trouble with the feds years ago, and it took the feds three years to develop a case to finally prosecute him. And to bring down the swamp, you have to have all, so much stuff in a, in a row. You have to have all your evidence lined up. And when you're ready to spring the trap, like Dave says on X-22, you know, he's not in control yet. Yeah. And you think about it, the, I mean, the, the, I mean, this was going back, what, 1970, whatever, even probably prior to our government, all these executive orders and laws that were passed and all these little things. They've been passing all these laws to protect themselves for so long, and they're so embedded that it's going to take somebody undoing all that, coming in there, and it's going to take time to pass, you know, to un- un- be- Un- unravel all the the web that of, mm. of deception these people have and that's what we have to deal with i mean that. we're we're not involved so we don't know i mean even if you're involved in a big court case like that i mean it took them like a year to finally sentence him so i mean during the whole process there's time yep and everything takes time you know so i mean i think you know i think that's what we should all keep in mind, uh, I, but that's if if the plan is correct. Yeah, I'm hoping it's correct. Me too. I want it to be correct. I want it you to know, be correct. I mean, too, I man. you know so, and I to- hope that when Trump said that to Pompeo behind his back, you know, I, I literally hope it was like, "Hey, you son of a bitch! I know what you're up to now." Yeah, you know, going when behind was, my when back. When was that? Uh, that was uh had to be like five six days ago at the most wasn't that that long ago okay after he declared a national emergency so no it was it was it was way after that but this is when pompeo was talking we believe what we saw in that video once he Mm. declared the national emergency all his powers were maybe he uh signed something didn't understand the full ramifications of what he signed yeah and then if you notice that like the second week he started doing the virus the 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 briefings or like maybe a few days into the first week seemed like he lost a lot of steam yeah but now that steam seems to have come back yeah i don't think there's a briefing tonight i don't know sunday i don't think there was one last sunday let me see let me check golden state times but, uh, you know, what did they say to him behind the scenes? Look, you got to keep giving these people, you got to go out there and say, you know, what we want you to say or else. We'll blow your whole family up. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, I don't know, man. That's what makes me wonder. A lot of this stuff has been a chess game for since before we were even born going on. You know. Oh, there's a new X-22, new X-22. All right, yeah, And there's well, uh, Gaynor. What's his name? Pete Gaynor? Yeah. I think that's what his name was. What was I looking for, dude? You were looking to oh, see if uh, there was a briefing today. Yeah, now Golden State Times is lit up, so there's probably is a briefing. Yeah, 419. But yeah, the, which but the starting... president's always late. Yeah, so 
We should probably wrap. Oh, it's up. at five forty-five. It's not even five o'clock yet. Okay, good. So we got a little bit more time, and then we can wrap it up and watch that, and get back together on another occasion. I mean, we've talked for a little bit here. Read from a book. <laughs> I don't know how many people are going to like this episode and enjoy it, but hey, we're building up some content. Uh, and play them a song. Go. Play them one of our new songs. That's a great idea. I think I would like to play. Have we even told the virtual audience what we've been doing before we do Well, this the last we time it? we got together, that last episode, which is current up, currently up, the COVID-19 edition of uh, Boondoggle, um, we have, you know, My Corona is featured on there. And um, Quarantine Queen is now, uh, it, it, check it out, man. This is what we've been working on. This is what we do during our, our time of, uh, I don't know, man, creative people. We, we kind of, we're not the, uh, I guess I, I would compare us to maybe We're not like, the smartest, but we're the wisest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would compare us to, to uh, maybe like... Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creators of South Park. They're just two dudes that come up with ridiculous shit that just haven't been discovered and made made millions off it yet. And we're hoping this could be our, our, our you know, we have our hopes and dreams in the pandemic <laughs> mixtape and then find out that FEMA and everything's right and we all are going to be slaves in the camps soon. So. Well, we can we can have make songs in the camps. Yeah, slave songs. Yeah, our new yeah. slave songs. Yeah, we'll do yeah. a slave song mixtape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah. So anyway, audience, we've been getting that, together. That reminds me of uh, the bridge over the River Kwai. You will be happy movie. in your work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Be happy being a slave. Well, I mean, it, it, isn't it, you know, in the Bible too, act like you're working for God and not for man, mm. you know, which is kind of like a conditioning in itself for, you know, who slipped that in there, the the leaders of Rome, you know, mm. which, you know, I, I don't want to offend a lot of the Christians out there. I'm a Christian myself, but I, I question. You Are know, you Catholic? I was raised Catholic. What is the vicar of Christ? And what was the significance of the Pope dropping that whole thing? Um, well, I don't, you know, I don't know. My like buddy, that was my Navy buddy telling me that last night. Now, well, can I give out the secrets of my Navy buddy? I, sh- yeah. For what I mean, it's worth. For, yeah, for what it's and, worth. And, you know, I, I, you know, he, he used to be in the Navy. He was a CB, so he went around building set stuff. He said he'd been all over the world building things. He's still in touch with people. He says a friend of, and I, you know, for what it's worth, he said a CB friend of his told him recently that, uh, you know, hey, you know, we've built a lot of stuff and we've built everything the Navy's asked us to build, but uh, I've never built gallows. And supposedly he built, he took part in building gallows down in Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, and anybody that follows the, the Q, QAnon reports and everything that there has been activity down at Gitmo. They, uh, they've been expanding it, you know, building more. And that's supposed to be where the, the deep state is, you know, going to get tried and the military tribunals and the, uh, they'll be in prison for anybody that follows that stuff. And you, you should and keep an open mind and everything. But, uh, 
yeah, it'd be nice. But is it going to be, you know, but then everything has me quite, is it for them or is it for us? You know, guess we won't know. <clears throat> but take the vaccination and get chipped and maybe you can live miserably longer. And go to X22's YouTube channel and look up episode 2148B. B. And between the 20 and the 30 minute mark, he really breaks it down pretty well. And I think, I think you know, what I've been saying, I think, is just be patient. Yeah. You guys are antsy. Be patient. And I agree, man. Patience was never one of my virtues. And I want to, uh, I got a lot of friends that have been working with me on my health and fitness. And they're all about PMA, positive mental attitude. I, I you know, I've always, I, I've tended to be a negative person the majority of my life. And since I've been working on, um, you know, a lot over the years, I'm, I'm trying to focus on the positive. So uh, positive for me is that trust the plan that uh, we're about to end, that the best is yet to come. As President Trump commercial said, you know, the best is yet to come. That uh, the the country and everything's about to the 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 people that are, the criminals that have been lying to us, manipulating us for decades, robbing us blind. I mean, you know, and it gets me thinking too. You know, a lot of so much is being brought to light and being exposed. You know, but people like to play the blame game, or they just are so caught up in their hatred for Trump that they want to point fingers. But you were just talking about looking up. Uh, on your unemployment payment, you know, well, why are they saying that the money's gone? You know, why, why are some people saying that the, the states are asking for, you know, federal help because the money's dried up? Shouldn't they have had a, a rainy day fund and money put away? Well, once a, this might like expose this? Uh, more of the corruption. The, the corruption. This might expose more of the at? swamp. This is probably yeah. why he let the states take control again. Exactly. You know, like where's... Yeah, so much um, mismanagement, corruption is being exposed well, by. I remember about federal government and local government. I remember about twenty years People ago. People all want to point to the orange man and just. I get, I collect unemployment. I haven't had to do it over the past few years because it's, the work has been so good since Trump got in. Yeah, I mean the I work mean, has been for me. The work has been stellar. We've been building steel mills and fixing the steel mill. But um, but just now, since this pandemic, everybody is yeah. forced to be, you know, on unemployment right now, pretty much. And so I'm familiar with the unemployment game. Yeah. I remember 15, 20 years ago, there was a big scandal where uh, some money was taken out of the unemployment pool. Some guy like was it had something to do with gold futures. Mm. And I think he got I think it had something to do with Toledo. The guy got busted in Toledo. But I mean, there could be shit like that going on behind the scenes. But yeah. You know, yeah, that reminds me too, and I forget the the person's name because I had never heard of him before. But uh, mm. a, a, a young reporter at the uh, the Dewine conference, the Ohio governor conference, uh, we're in in Ohio, so we you know normally will watch that one too. Those press conferences as well about you know getting back to hopefully some normalcy, um, but. Uh, he released some people from prison or, you know, gave them uh, early releases or something because of the coronavirus. One was a, a young lady that had been like 
uh, was a victim of trafficking or something like that. And it sounded like, you know, okay, it was good. She served whatever. I don't know what the case was. The kid asked, but the kid was the, the reporter or whatever, mostly asked about, um, it was a, a former government, Ohio government official who was in caught with corruption stuff. Why did he get released? Blah, blah, blah. And then DeWine's just like, you know, well, get, give him some sort of, well, he had served his, his time, and but he owes the state of Ohio this much, blah, blah, blah. And are we going to get reparations or whatever? You know, how, how are we going to get that money back? You know, well, you know, it, you know, and DeWine was just like, well, you know, he's not going to be able to pay it, you know, in prison. We're, you know, but we're never all we're never going to see a lot of that back. You know, well, I, I but, beg to differ. I'm sure they made a lot of money from him being in prison. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody in prison, they're they're making big money from people in prison with the bonds they create with the but, charges. So. But the thing was, yeah. basically what I caught is a, like a prison is a bank. Yeah. Yeah. If with there is no capital, lawful money yeah. and the only people that c can create money are people like living men and women. How do we create money? We're the only thing that can sign the back of that check. Yeah. You know, it says you can't make money without endorsing the back of a check. But, um, you know. But These my point was, banks, yeah. you were talking about corruption and people that are being exposed. Well, okay, so here's somebody that was served. I mean, I guess they did serve like 12 or 15 years, but their sentence was supposed to have been longer. And the kid was like, why did you pick this guy? Why did he get picked to come out? You know, and DeWine came up with some sort of thing. But it's like, you know, the, the, the people in the, the game looks out for one another, you know? So uh, I don't, like I said, I don't. I kind of like heard it, but I didn't like sit down and grab a notepad and say, oh, who's this guy? And let me look this up or whatever. But, you know, just kind of like I said, my mind is like a freaking hamster wheel. And uh, sometimes the hamster gets his foot caught in the, in the wheel. But. Uh, the. Uh, anyway, here we were talking about and who is the. the uh, who was the guy that used to be the uh, Cuyahoga County? His his name was on all the gas stations. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You yeah, know, McCormick. That, no, that, he was in the corruption and got yeah. caught up and all that. Uh, There's just oh right, I remember. Yeah, yeah sure, yeah, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. I remember that. So it's like these guys, you know. There's always corruption being exposed, and I'm just wondering. It just made me think about everything that we kind of look into and we talk about. When that, when that report. And if I'm not mistaken, that all came from a federal level, and the admin building down, downtown was stormed by agents. Yeah. Remember that? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, it just made, with everything, you know, it just stuck out to me when the person said, why did you, why was this guy picked to be released because of coronavirus? It probably you know? mentions it in, how many days ago? Four days ago? Yeah, I th I thought it was like when yesterday or Friday. Well, this one's from two days ago, Friday. Tom No, the central figure in scandal. That's DeWine Bucks parole board grants early prison release to contingent figure Tom No. That yeah, I think that was him. Pub, contingent public corruption scandal setting the stage for his release from prison six years early despite a unanimous recommendation from the parole board against it. Wow. 
The governor had stated in those cases part of his... Oh, CoinGate. That's what I was talking about. CoinGate. Not contingent. Yeah, so somehow that, like, you know, there was the people of Ohio, a lot of people got... Yeah, and it's... $13.7 million in state state funds funds. of restitution they want from this guy. Yes, that was it. That's the guy. And that that was what uh, DeWine said, too. He's like... He says, we're never going to get restitution while he's sitting in prison, and that's one of the the, the considerations. So is he right about that? You know, I mean, is is he doing this guy a favor, or is he still... Well, it does not mean they walk free... He said it means they're under supervision. Yeah. Okay. Every six months, Tom No has to report. Doctor's exam. What money he has, where that money is. Sit every six months? Yeah, exactly. Dude, what, the, what about, why not every month? I mean, how come he gets... Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It looks like he's getting uh, getting hooked up. Well, a lot of these inmates were identified because they were over the age of 60s. They were clean of serious infractions behind bars and underlying health conditions. Yeah, that's what uh, DeWine said, too, that he had a stellar prison record and he <clears throat> feels like he served enough time. But it just, it, I don't know, had me just, like I said, sounded weird. Yeah, unprecedented $50 million investment in rare coins that he arranged and managed on behalf of the bureaus are workman compensation, the state state run insurance fund for injured workers. Yeah, that was what he was involved with, huh? Before that, he served nearly two more years in federal prison for illegally steering contributions through conduits to the 2004 reelection campaign of President George W. Bush. So he was hooking up Bush, too. <laughs> yeah. So probably now they want him to hook up Dewine. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, you know, I mean, it's the little moves that are being brought to light. If people are paying attention, we'll see who's corrupt, who's legit, you know, like we were saying, a lot of these governors that are uh, especially the governor of Virginia, man, people that live in the state of Virginia and that Michigan lady. Yeah. These people are nuts. People need to, the American people need to step up. Well, did you up. hear what Trump said? The The video that's going around on everybody's YouTube channel is the 20 minutes, 30 minutes of questions and answers that Trump had yesterday, that Golden State Times. Everybody's using Golden State Times video, and he trashes everybody. Yeah. He's like, hey, people need to stand up for their yeah. rights. So, and he says, it's, and he uh, says what's, what's happening going, to the Second yeah. Amendment and... Virginia's yeah, horrible, right. It, yeah. Know? So he's rallying, right. He's rallying right. the the troops. But here's the thing. And before I get because I, it's it was pissing me off at home the other day, too. And I do want an opportunity to vent here now that I'm thinking about it. You know, reading Facebook, reading people that we know and love, you know, some of the things that they're they, they're post and say. And, you know, I understand fear is fucking powerful. Fear controls a lot of people. But. Your fear of something shouldn't be enforced on the rest of us. I hear, I read all the time people bashing. These guys are idiots for out there being out there protesting outside. They're not maintaining social distancing. They're not wearing any masks out there protesting. That's what they're protesting. Yeah. Yeah. And and then 
the, the fucking people on the other side who are scared to death, they're, it's because of them we're going to be locked up longer because they're going to spread this disease and we're all going to get sick. Look, motherfuckers, you guys want to be a fucking afraid and live in fear and live on your knees. That's great, but you shouldn't be dragging people. That's what freedom's about. Freedom is me accepting your right to be fucking afraid and, and, and freaking out about this stuff and you accepting my right to not be afraid and go out there and live my friggin' life as a free American. But when these people start, they, they, these people are idiots. They're, I mean, I read the hate. The, there's so much hate that comes from that side, man. And it just drives me nuts. Like, because they're afraid and they don't understand it. They want us to fucking, you know, stop living and do whatever they demand of us. I don't know if you noticed that too, but it just, it drives me fucking nuts. Freedom is, there's a lot of shit that they're doing that I can't fucking stand. Like right now, I'm, I'm bitching and venting about them bitching Your, your and blood venting. pressure's probably going up, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. But, yeah, I don't want to become Alex here. But uh, the thing is, I have to accept, you know, I have to accept the fact because it's your right. Like, I have to accept, you know, if, if I don't believe in it, the, the, like you mentioned the drag queen library stuff and all that other stuff. I don't believe in it. It's not, I, I, it's not for me and I would never want my kids around it, but I guess it's people's rights. If that's what they want to do, well, let them my read to their is kids. When they push yeah. it on, on my kids. Yeah. Right. On my kids and on us. Mm. Now, if it involves me and my family, I have a say. So I'm the father, I'm the governor of my household or whatever, you know, but Hey, man, different strokes for different folks. If that's the lifestyle they choose and want to, my problem is when they tell me I have to do that, you know? And that's that the, right now they're telling, they're calling all these people standing up for their fucking freedom, you know, to, for us to go back to our way of life, to, for all our friends who are small business owners who are friggin' might not have a business anymore. Well, look at me. I've screwed up ass. my unemployment. Yeah. I've, I don't know if I'm going to get paid for this past week now. We don't. Yeah. Two weeks now. But all these people are hurting, but because of fear of the invisible enemy, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, they want everybody else to fucking be afraid with them. Crawl down here in the fetal position with me, please. If you don't, then you're, you know, I don't know, man. You're right. My blood pressure is getting up. I better yeah. chill out a little bit. Well, you've, you've, come, you've come out of your vortex of fear from that book from about 20 minutes ago. Well, this has been therapeutic yeah. for yeah. me. Right. It's been like an hour-long therapy yeah. session, and I don't fucking owe you money yeah. for it afterwards. Sma you got to go outside and smash shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My inner child yeah. is screaming right now, raging. But, uh. Yeah, no, nah, man, it's just, yeah, absolutely. And if I choose to fear, it's my fucking, it's freedom, right? It's our freedom of choice. If I choose to be afraid, then that's my fucking choice. I shouldn't make my choice, enforce my choice to be, that you have to yeah. accept my choice is the, is the thing, I guess, basically, what I'm trying to say. I think you get what I'm trying to say. Joe Biden, the thing, <laughs> yeah, the thing. Do you guys get the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, World War II. <laughs> yeah. That one thing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, 
So, yeah, I had to get that out because, and, and that's probably another reason why I need to get off Facebook and social media. And that's why I started unfollowing a lot of people because I love these people, man. I have good relations. Where it, when back when we used to go to shows or hang out and have conversations or raise kids around each other and just, you know, they don't know what they don't know. And I got to accept that that's where they're at, you know. But the problem is when when they're calling everybody else, like all these protesters, you know, they're so stupid. They're, you know, they're going to get keep us all sick and blah, 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 you know. And, dude, you're, you're afraid. They're not. Let them. Everybody's going to do what the, I don't know. Anyway, I'm getting... Getting carried away, Bill. Getting, getting Relax. Car- I think this car- is where we should say goodbye to our virtual audience. Yeah, I think we should and, and this, leave it with a song. That, that episode yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hold on a minute. Let me. Uh, where was I? A song to make it happy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, our quarantine creativity. Um, here's. Uh, I, I kind of. What are you going to give him, Mandingo? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I keep saying that. We already did Quarantine uh, Queen on the yeah, last Did you give him Quarantine Queen? Gave him Quarantine oh, okay. Queen already. So you'd have they to. They got give my him. Corona and they got Quarantine Queen. So you got to give him a. Don't you swab me, Fauci? You could do that one or, or you could do the one we just did. Uh, the Vaccine Man? Vaccine Man. Vaccine yeah. Man. Yeah. All right. Um, well, that, I think that sounds about right. Uh, uh, check it out. Enjoy. And here's. Uh, we'll catch catch you next time. There will be more episodes of today's boondoggle as long as we're able to broadcast and gather and get together. We're sitting six feet apart. We got long microphone cords. Um, So uh, I was just, you know, starting it out on that note just because, uh, you know, I wanted to be dramatic like my teenage daughters. And on that, I guess we'll we'll end it, right? Yes. All right. Goodbye. See ya.
Saipan was there, and, and right. two or three Marines got caught shoplifting or trying to steal gold in that gold street in, du in Dubai. Remember that, Doug? Yes, I do. And man, you don't they want said, to get caught doing that. They, said, they no. said that what happened Shop to those guys, off? that oh, no. by Chopped the time the cops got there, they said that the, the storekeepers had them beat to a piss, man. Yeah. Just yeah. beat the piss wow. out of them. They did. No fucking steal over And the, cop, the cops lit them up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Back, remember that prison? Remember that prison? The only thing that was missing was the vultures around it. Remember, it had the slant wall. Oh yeah, man, that place was horrible. Yeah, you do not want to go in there. Back, remember we wanted. Note to self. Never go to Don't Dubai. Don't book us at that place. <laughs> Nagy wanted to go see the floggings because they had public floggings. Right, and Nagy wanted to go see it, and he asked somebody, he says, unless you want to be thinking. up there getting flogged, do not go down there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's he going to do, start cheering? But like, I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, Germany, you know, like Spain or Italy would be a good AT. <laughs> I think it cracked me up. We're riding in a bus, and we're in the city, and a traffic jam, and we look over to the side, and here there's all these Toyota pickup trucks, and they all got camels sitting curled up in the back, you know? And I'm going, why do they got camels? Oh, t today's Friday. That's the camel races. Nice. Bring out their best camels. Mm. To the end of the end of the world, we'll go. And to the end of the end of the 
And thank you for listening to another story time from the VFW Hall. Brought to you by today's Boondoggle. for tuning into this week's edition of today's boondoggle domain cleveland entertainment is a veteran owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans you can find interesting interviews music news entertainment information and just about everything else in between thank you again for tuning into the show here at domain cleveland